What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Churn Dog Millie, with his very first Millie Sports Podcast. Like I said, very first podcast. It's going to be shit. There's going to be mistakes. I'm probably going to say the same thing over. I'm going to try to do this in one recording. Listen, it's the very first podcast. We're going to get better from here. But you got to start with You got to ride with me right now. All right. I'm telling you, it's going to get better. But uh, like I said, Millie Sports Podcast, we're jumping in, in to the NFL draft. NFL draft is tomorrow. Today is 426. The draft is tomorrow, 427. I believe central time at 7 p.m. Doesn't matter. All I'm saying is I'm hyped. All right. Let's get right into this. I kind of want to break down the draft. Some of the stuff I'm saying is probably not going to be that crazy, but like all my friends know, I'm probably going to say some things that people disagree with, which let's go. Let's discuss it. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't. All right. So unlike last year, super, super heavy QB draft. Last year, it took till pick 20 to just see one taken in the first round and Kenny Pickett. Um like I said, not a super hot take, but I believe that there's going to be... I don't think that there's going to be three taken back to back to back. I think Bryce Young is locked in at one. I truly believe that Will Levis is going at two to Houston. And I think that the Arizona Cardinals aren't going to drop back in their pick. If they do, obviously it makes sense. Also, makes a lot of sense to grab the best edge rusher in the draft or arguably the best defensive player in the draft i think arizona goes with like i said will anderson indianapolis colts we all know is going quarterback see some mocks with anthony richardson i personally think that that's to be honest i would take anthony richardson over bryce young in a heartbeat i think anthony richardson is able to Throw the ball, I think he's very uh, like a Cam Newton build where he can run the ball when he needs to, improvise. He's got the size. Bryce Young's undersized, not a big fan. However, I don't think the Colts are going to take him at four. I think they would take more of a guy like C.J. Stroud, even though I don't believe in him. We'll get to this later, but I actually think that C.J. Stroud is going to be the biggest bust of all the NFL quarterbacks. Uh, in this draft specifically. Um, We go to five with Seattle. (sighs) I feel like every year in the draft, there's that team or more so players that get drafted that aren't in any mocks and you hear Mel Kuyper or whatever uh, draft analysts go, you know, that's a really solid talent, but I didn't see him going this high. And for some reason, I just feel like Seattle is going to make that mistake. I don't know why I think that. I just feel like those first four picks, it's pretty apparent with who they want or who they're going to go after. It goes to five at Seattle. I just I see Jalen Carter falling to six to Detroit. I really do. I think that's like going to be the perfect headline is, you know, Aiden Hutchinson's paired up with Jalen Carter to build that young D-line into something very scary. Um, if Seattle ends up taking Jalen Carter... I feel like the Lions are going to grab, I don't know if it's Devin or Devon Witherspoon from Illinois. I think he's going to be 
and again, not a hot take, but I believe he will be the first DB taken in the draft. Las Vegas Raiders at seven. I could see them. I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily trading up, but a lot of these mocks have them taking like defense. It's like pretty apparent to me, like you got to find a QB, right? Like, I'm sorry, but Jimmy Garoppolo, everyone knows. Not the guy that's going to win you anything. Yeah, he's a bridge quarterback. Could he get the Raiders to eight wins? Could he give them the same success Derek Carr could? Probably. But that's not something that you're looking for, you know, to be okay with. So I feel like Vegas takes the fourth quarterback off the board. If there's already three taken. Obviously, if there's only Will Levis and Bryce Young off the board, they take the third. But I, I think it's pretty... I think you can all assume Carolina takes a quarterback, Houston Texans take a quarterback, Indianapolis Colts take a quarterback, um, and Arizona is sitting there with the potential to trade back to let someone like Vegas or I don't really know anyone off the top of my head, but whoever else is looking for a quarterback. You know there's some teams uh, in the teens that are always looking for a quarterback like the Commanders and, I mean, I know the Falcons have Ritter, I believe his name is. Um, They could always move up. Uh, Tennessee, I could see moving up. So there's always room for teams to make trades, obviously, that no one knows about during the live draft. Um, But I really feel like Vegas needs to take one, so why would you drop back and, you know, get more capital when you need that guy this year right now? Uh, Pittsburgh have no idea, not really relevant. Chicago Bears have a super interesting pick. A lot of my Bears fan, or excuse me, a lot of my friends that are Bear fans are gonna. I might. I hope. I hope I regret saying this, but Ryan Poles has done some impressive, impressive stuff in this off season. In his first off season, at first when they traded back that first overall pick, I was kind of like okay, well, you could have dropped back to like the three or four seed, got your first round pick for next year, and then dropped back again. But like they literally dropped back eight spots. In theory, they don't need a Justin Fe- or they don't need a quarterback because they have Justin Fields, which we'll get into that later. But they got a number one receiver in DJ Moore. And I think that was a phenomenal trade. Um, so at nine, I think they're going obviously – offensive lineman or defensive lineman i think they're going to try to work you know build the the interior and then build out i've heard some bear fans talking about taking a wide receiver i i don't think that's where the bears are in their franchise currently i think you have enough weapons to see if justin fields is good or not you have you know he's been disappointing as of late but darnell mooney you still have him chase claypool one thing that i will say about chase claypool I didn't necessarily love that trade at all. I actually thought it was kind of bad. But I don't think people realize how difficult it is for, especially in the NFL, for a guy to go into a team midseason, learn the playbook, learn his role, and just expect this guy to just like go in there and actually do anything. Do I think that Chase Claypool is some like stud receiver? No, but he's a big guy. He's shown that he can go up and get the ball. He has flashes where he can be that guy for a game or two. And that's not why the Bears get him. They didn't, that's why they didn't get him to be, you know, 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns. They needed depth at wide receiver 
And now that they have DJ Moore, you essentially have him at the one, Chase Claypool at the two, and Darnell Mooney. It's it's enough to show if Justin Fields is the real deal or not. So I think personally, I think they should um, grab offensive tackle. Uh, I think you can never go wrong with setting like a defensive presence with like an absolute monster at defensive edge, or excuse me, an edge rusher. Uh, so the guy from I'm gonna butcher his name, but the guy from Northwestern, uh, Peter Skoronsky, think that is I'm not gonna say a lock, but I do feel like that guy from Northwestern is gonna go. You know, you gotta assume like within the first couple picks of linemen. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles don't really care, don't really know what they do. It's kind of crazy that they have the team they do and they're drafting at the ten spot. Go down to 11. Um, I just think when some of these teams are at the bottom that need a quarterback, you really just take, okay, here's your four or five guys that are first-rounders, QBs. Who do we take now? So whoever's available at 11, I think that Tennessee Titans take them. I think it's going to end up being Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, which would be kind of funny to have the hometown kid or at least where he went to college and then go – directly to Tennessee in the NFL. Um, 12, we got Houston Texans. I mean, who knows what they do that with that pick. I've heard that they're going to drop that back or at least trade down. Green Bay Packers, I've seen everything on box. I've seen tight ends, offensive linemen, D-linemen, safety. Packers are notorious for drafting defense in the first round. I think they've done it for like a decade straight. So as much as... I'd be okay with them taking a tackle. Uh, I really feel like they're just going to get the best edge rusher available. And then, honestly, the rest of the draft, kind of toss-up because trades happen. Guys get drafted that shouldn't be drafted that high in the draft, and then great talent falls late, and then teams are just drafting off um, best available. So not really going to get too much into who or you know, who else is going to go in this draft this late? Because I think it's just such a toss-up. Uh, one guy I didn't ma- mention, um, not even going to be try to re- pronounce his name, but the guy from Ohio State, actually I'm going to try. Jackson Smith Najigbu. Najigba. Who, who cares? Everyone knows who I'm talking about. I think that guy's a stud. One thing that I think transitions decently well is Ohio State receivers. Yeah, maybe the guy's like, um Santana Holmes and guys like that don't have crazy careers but I also feel like they have pretty solid careers and so I think that's a safe bet um another receiver that is probably going to go higher than where I'm seeing him is Zay Flowers out of Boston College wide receiver um and there's really no one else in this later round that I'm kind of thinking is going to fall anywhere but one thing I do want to talk about is some hot takes or semi-hot takes. Uh, I think it's – I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud just being an absolute bust. Um, I hate when people say, oh, well, Ohio State, you know, just because every quarterback – every wide – excuse me, every quarterback they've ever had that got drafted is not good doesn't mean he – I mean, yes, I I think that's very – I think that's – Maybe not the best information to use, but at the same time, you have Terrell Pryor, trash. Braxton Miller, drafted as a wideout, trash. 
Troy Smith, trash. Cardell Jones, trash. Dwayne Haskins, RIP, trash. Justin Fields, I'm going to say trash, but he's a phenomenal athlete in the sense of his mobility and being able to extend plays. We'll see if he can actually play a lot better this year with a better team around him. Like, I'll give it to him. Cole Komet, fine. Darnell Mooney is your number one. Eh. Give him some real talent. See if he's good. Don't hold on to him like they held on to Mitch Trubisky and just see what you got in Justin Fields. But as far as bust of the draft, C.J. Stroud. Sorry, Kosti. Uh, hot take, semi. I got five QBs taken in the first 15 picks. All right, we went over it earlier, but the guy from Tennessee, Hendon Hooker, that's one. You have Anthony Richardson, two. Will Levis, three. Bryce Young, four. And CJ Stroud, five. Now, no order. I think that it's safe to say, not even safe, but I think it's a realistic possibility to have five QBs taken that early in the draft. And honestly, with teams just being so desperate for quarterbacks, my hotter take of that is five QBs taken in the first 10 picks. Don't think it's going to happen, but if it does happen, you heard it here on Millie Sports Podcast. Last little semi-hot take. Um, KC, I think I see a lot of these mocks having KC taking a wide receiver. I think Patrick Mahomes just proved last year that he doesn't need like all-star. I mean, he has a superstar in Travis Kelsey, right? What I'm getting at is I don't think he needs a wide receiver. Like, obviously, you want to give your your superstar quarterback depth at wide receiver, right? But he kind of has an Aaron Aaron Rodgers effect where he just makes everyone better around him, and he's going to find the open play. Give him an MVS that has some speed. McCole Hardman did his role there. Sky Moore, whatever. I'm, I'm sick of hearing about Sky Moore having his breakout week in fantasy and stuff. I think he's trash. But what I'm saying is put guys around him that are just somewhat good or somewhat respectable or have a key role in the offense, and he'll make it work. So I really do feel like Casey's going defense. I think they're going to take – they have pick 31. I think they take uh, the best defensive edge at that spot. And then just to kind of wrap it up, teams with no first-round picks, Dolphins, Broncos, Browns, Niners, and Rams – Rams are so lucky they won a Super Bowl because they gave up so much for Stafford, and now I think they're going to be hurting for years to come with that. It's almost like what the Browns are going through right now, but the opposite of that. So, like, the Rams did it, it worked. Browns did it, didn't work. Giving up too many assets for quarterbacks. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So... But this video is about five minutes longer than I wanted it to be. So I'm going to wrap things up for the 10 people listening to my five friends that listen to this. I appreciate it. These will get better. Kind of just threw this together right before the draft. Had a long day at work. Just wanted to throw something out. I really just want some hard evidence of when I get something right that we have it on tape now. That's the main part of this. And just to kind of make a hobby because... I'm getting old, and I don't really have any hobbies. So what other better hobby than to listen to me talk? Appreciate you guys. Be back with the next video. Bye-bye.